Data is the most important thing for a successful product manager. In this video, we created a hypothetical company called Everything Food, and we went through the entire journey of defining a vision on North Star metric and several other metrics that are needed to create a successful product. Watch this video until the end if you want to be a data-driven product manager. And don't forget to subscribe. Hi everyone, welcome back to our channel, Everything Product. In this channel, we talk about latest technologies with the product mindset. This is Fani Vuyuru. I'm a product manager at Intuit. Uh, this is Chaladi. I'm a product manager at Best Buy. We have a topic which is very near and dear to every product manager. We'll be talking about product metrics, or otherwise called as key performance indicators. And in this video, we'll be talking about why metrics are needed for any product. What is a North Star metric? What is a one metric that matters or how as product managers, we need to track metrics and different tools that we can use. So Sidhu, let me start with a simple question. Why do you think metrics are needed for any product? Yeah, I'll, I'll start with a, a statement here, right? So uh, uh, metrics are the bread and butter for um, any product and uh, also part of uh, uh, any product manager's life here. So product metric, uh, metrics would help us do a lot of different things, right? So it's it, it'll help us uh, 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 tell us if you are in the right direction or uh, not, are we reaching our long-term goal or not, you know, are we, is it helping to achieve the business goal or not? Also, they help us uh, set the product roadmap, evolve the product strategy, understand the user behavior, evaluate, you know, success of the product, if it's successful or not. Uh, measure the impact of the product features and also maybe test hypothesis and experimentation. So there are a lot of different things what we could do with a product metric. And also it will help us know if we are reaching the long-term vision, the goal which we have set for a company or not. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's do, uh, do this in a fun way, right? So we'll uh, maybe create a, a company uh, which is called um, Everything Food. So we'll start with a problem and then we'll get into the details of what the company is. So... Um, me staying away from my home it's very rare i could uh, find food similar to uh, the food which my mom cooks so i always create that so you know i want to create a company which uh, kind of solves that problem where it connects uh, home food uh, uh, you know people who cook home food with people who crave uh, home food and uh, let's say that um, uh, the company uh, what we create right we'll name it as everything food similar to our uh, channel which is called everything product and um, uh, the vision statement for this company is create a world where everybody has access to home cooked food right so that's a uh, ambitious goal, ambitious goal to have right like so many people are in the world and so many home cooks are in the world and um, uh, um, when we look at platforms like this they typically tend to have three, they're called three-way marketplaces where we have, uh, you know, cooks who cook food and list their dishes on the platform. There's also people who go in and search and order food. So that's the second. And the third one is uh, we need a driver network where people come in and deliver that product. To make it simple for this case, let's maybe assume there's two of these users, the cooks and also the people who order food. And maybe we'll get into defining what, as Fanny previously said, right? We'll define the uh, the North Star metric and then we'll get into the one metric that matters, 
uh, and we'll get into the ARM, right? Um, uh, pirate metrics, and then we'll look at the level one, level two for this product. Okay, funny. Let's maybe quickly start with uh, the North Star metric here. Sure, Sidhu. So you said the vision basically is create a world where everybody can access their home cooked food. And we are creating an app for that. So when we look at the North Star metric, what we are trying to define here is one metric that can help our engineering teams, our product managers, or our operations teams strive towards achieving that. And especially for our app, the North Star metric that I could think of is number of orders. So if we can continue to grow the number of orders from the time of launch, and if we can continually grow that on an annual basis, that's what we are striving towards. And that would be our North Star metric. What do you think? Yeah, that's right. So I think um, uh, this metric will basically help us reach our goal, right? Connecting all of the uh, home cooks with all of the uh, people who crave uh, food, right? And also uh, uh, make us progress um, one step every time towards that overall goal which we wanted to do. So maybe to uh, give people a more um, uh, better uh, understanding of what uh, this North Star metric is, right? We'll go through some examples of, of popular companies. Let's maybe look at Spotify. Uh, the North Star metric for Spotify is time spent listening, right? So they want more and more people listen on that platform. And when we'll take the example of Airbnb, it's the number of nights booked. The more uh, people book on Airbnb, the more uh, they get closer to their vision. And then we say, uh, we can look at the example of Uber, right? The number of rides completed, right? Similar to ours, the number of orders or the number of uh, meals delivered. Um, then uh, YouTube could be total watch time. So these are some examples I can think of. How about you? Yeah, that's true. Like all of these, like if we see, like they're helping the company to say that, okay, this is where we are striving towards. I, a couple of others I could think of, let's say Facebook. Facebook has, let's say, daily active users across all of their apps, let's say Instagram, WhatsApp, etc. I think WhatsApp also looks at the number of messages a user sends to tell how a customer is successfully utilizing their app. So I'll, I'll take a step back, Funny. So we said that Northstar metric is what uh, basically, you know, uh, is defined for the whole company right so maybe let's ask a question of why do we need that monster metric it basically having one metric that drives towards the vision will align all the teams towards that vision it will give transfer transparency and also help people understand what the customer values right like what does the customer value uh, and um, so that is good at a company level but imagine there teams are working at different levels of the funnel, right? There could be a team who's working on acquisition. There could be a team who's working on onboarding or there could be a team who's working on platform. So the one metric that matters actually is the North Star of that specific team towards that task, which they're progressing towards, which ultimately ties back to the overall North Star and the vision, right? So that's how I look at is uh, the one metric that matters is. So that's the ultimate metric for that specific team or function, which is working towards that goal. And uh, this one metric that matters could be defined 
with the pirate metrics, right? As we uh, initially said. So these pirate metrics, right? So for people to understand what pirate metrics are, so they are A A R R R. So they are acquisition, activation, retention, revenue, and referral. So we'll get into the details of each of these and you know give examples of how we'll do it with our hypothetical company, which is everything uh, food. Um, but uh, before we get into that, right? These metrics, I would say could change based on the company, right? For one company, referral might not be relevant. For one another company, act activation might not be re relevant. So it might be changed, but end of the day, it basically we use these metrics to move the needle towards the North Star or the vision what we have. So let's maybe look at one of this uh, to get started with acquisition. So funny. So for acquisition, right? What I would anticipate here is we are giving two different apps. One for the cooks and one for the end customers. And let's say in this case, let's call them foodies. So the acquisition for us here is the number of app downloads on both of them. What do you think? Yeah, that's right. So I think that will help us understand how many people are actually trying to uh, find an app for the problem which we are trying to solve, right? So once they find that, they download it, and then that's where we measure the acquisition of that uh, uh, app, right? And then the next one would be activation, right? So activation basically captures the moment when a user first gets value from the product, right? So that's usually the moment that when the first, the first user does the, the thing which the product is meant to be uh, built for. So for this example, maybe in both of the personas which we are looking at, right, the first one is uh, the cooks, maybe activation could be creating a profile and also listing the dishes which they offer. So that could be, and maybe an example metric could be uh, anybody who lists more than five dishes, uh, we could consider that as an activated customer, uh, activated cook. On the customer side, right? People coming in, looking, searching for the dishes they want and placing orders, right? Uh, and maybe activation could be, uh, uh, one of the metric could be a customer who has placed more than two or three orders, right? So that'll uh, let us know that the customer uh, searched for a, a problem, uh, downloaded the app, created a profile, and now he's actually getting value by ordering that. So that's the activation piece. So next, let's move on to retention, Funny. So what do you think on the retention side? Yep. So now let's say we have both the cooks and the foodies, right? Cooks came and created the dishes and stuff. So now in order for us to like continue to have them stay with the product, what do we need to do? And that's what the uh, retention metrics would define. So in both of these use cases, probably the daily active users or the weekly active users and the monthly active users. It could vary based on the persona here, because if we think of cooks, we would probably want to have them as like daily active users, because the more cooks that we have, the more orders that we could get from the foodies. Uh, from the foodie standpoint as well, we'll continue to definitely monitor the same metrics to see like whether they're coming on a weekly basis to continue to order. And then we'll also probably look at the number of orders at the same time, to see whether they're liking our product or not. What do you think? Yeah, that, that's right. So I think retention is also pretty important, right? And it could 
change based on the product and the use case which you're trying to do. For one company, weekly active users could be very uh, important metric. For another company, daily active users could be very important metric. So it basically is defined by what your North Star is and what you want to drive overall uh, towards the basic overall vision. After the retention, then, then comes the referral piece, right? So referral basically measures your product's ability to induce customers to ad advocate for your product and bring in other customers in, right? So there, there were multiple ways which companies have done referral before. Initially, initial days of PayPal, when you created an account, if you brought in your friend, you would have, you 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 get ten dollars, and your your uh, friend gets ten dollars. So that was a very big strategy which drove more customers towards PayPal. I think initially Cash App also did that, right? So Cash App did it, and now you can look at brokerages like Robinhood, which gives you twenty five dollars, or you know, gives you a stock and your friend a stock when you bring in more customers. So I think that's also key piece where you can acquire more and more customers uh, right and yep. one of the metric for that could be number of referrals per user so if you tie if you have a monetary policy that could vary and also there could be metrics of uh, people just referring because they like the product right uh, mm -hmm. even though they don't get money right so that's that also is something which we could uh, measure as we go on uh, one of the things that we also measure right is the nps so the net promoter score could also define how your customers are feeling about the product because in general what is nps right the net promoter score is a survey that we typically do which has ratings from like 0 to 10 anyone who is less than giving less than 2 is basically a detractor who's not liking your product or who anyone who is like 3 to 7 i believe is someone who's neutral who's okay with the product but the primary focus you would also have is from the customers who are doing 8 to 10 the more customers who are giving 8 to 10 for you, they are the customers who are basically strong supporters of your product and who are ready to recommend your product to their friends and family. Um, and then another product uh, metric that you could think of is also PRS, the product recommendation score. Uh, it's measured in a fairly similar way, but that basically tells whether a customer is liking the product or not. In this case, both the cooks and the foodies. Yeah, and imagine the scenario where you are a product manager and the uh, uh, NPS score sucks. <laughs> you have got a real problem. And, uh, no, that's to... actually, no, no, I, I would be really happy if my uh, NPS score is not that great because that bas that's basically telling me that, hey, there is a lot of enhancement that I could do to make my product better. Yeah, that's right. So I think that's where this is an example of how we can make the product more, much, much better, right? Uh, when we look at these areas. So then we'll get into the last R here uh, for the pirate metrics, which is revenue. So I think for any company, right, like onboarding, acquisition, retention, all of these are good, but at the end of the day, it has to make money to stay in business, right? So at, at some point it has to make money. So revenue basically is a key metric which drives business success, ultimate goal for all the other metrics which we have. So I'd say a uh, uh, couple of different things, uh, ways which we can measure revenue is dollar per, uh, uh, basically the dollar per user uh, could be one of the metrics. Uh, that's revenue per customer and also average order size. So the revenue per, per customer uh, gives us an idea of how active the pro person is in ordering this stuff and you know how much is he ordering and all of that stuff. And the average size basically 
gives us an idea of is the person just ordering one thing which he came in for ordering or is he adding maybe uh, beverages add-ons appetizers and all of this towards the order and how big is the ticket size and how can we increase the ticket size so these two are the things which i can think of for our um, uh, company everything food yep that's true couple of other things that i could add here is we can also look at the uh, cost per acquisition and the lifetime value as well because uh, let's just say do is the foodie who comes to our app and then we have multiple channels marketing channels that we use to like get him to our app and then let's say it costed us like somewhere between like 50 to 100 dollars to get him but now let's say our lifetime value says that sidhu is going to come and just order like 30 dollars of food that's not going to be of any use to us but we need customer who can stay with us for a longer period of time and give us higher revenues which is the lifetime value of the customer those are a couple of other things that we could track as well to see how we are doing in terms of revenue yeah cool that's right for me So, so oh, um, yeah go ahead go ahead yeah so um now we have defined our uh, pirate metrics right let's maybe also look at level level 1 level 2 metrics and uh, actually people might be confused to uh, by like what are these metrics again coming into place so maybe i'll i'll um, uh, set the stage for that and we'll get into discussing what the level 1 level 2 metrics are uh, level 2 metrics level 1 and level 2 metrics are metrics that basically tag along with the pirate metrics uh, what we have and these basically help uh uh avoiding the gamification of the above metrics what we have acquisition acquisition retention and all of that stuff and maybe we can get into those um, examples and see how these me- metrics will guard towards uh the leak of uh, the top metrics what we have yeah absolutely okay. so so oh, one of the examples here funny you you are talking about the retention right so at end retention maybe let's assume that everything food we are measuring weekly active users that's right so for weekly active users let's assume that i'm the product manager and i'm i'm looking at weekly active users which are like 11 million and that that keeps at a steady pace for maybe 6 months and i'm happy right oh man that's uh, that's good my team is doing good and uh, the retention is really good but there could be possibly other scenarios where marketing is spending millions of dollars to acquire customers and they just stay for one week and then leave after that so imagine that happening for 6 months period where we don't have one customer that is continuing for the whole 6 months but the customers keep churning out and there are new customers coming but people try out so there's a leak right so we are not able to basically retain all the customers for the whole six month period so i think the level level 1 and level 2 metrics would help us understand that is the metric what we are measuring uh, being gamified by other depending factors which are happening or is it basically a standalone metric that supporting uh, towards our progress of the uh, the vision what do you say Yeah, that makes sense because sometimes some of these metrics could be telling uh, indication, but at the same time there might be some. And I, I know I'll be using a different word, but like lagging metrics, right? So there could be some of the other metrics that are going down, but we are not observing it. So that's what I see as the L one and L two metrics, right? Where if you are not tracking them, it could be causing issue for us. But you don't have to track them all the time because they might not be defining your North Star metric. uh but these could be the indicators that tell that hey your metrics might be looking good but you might be doing something wrong 
Yeah, and also another word is countermetrics. Right? So there's a lot of different ways which we can yep. call it. I'd say. So maybe funny. Uh, let's do a quick re- recap here, right? Like I'm, we have discussed so many metrics, and people might not understand what the hierarchies, like how they come in and what what they are uh, actually for. So first, we started with a problem, and then we defined what the company is, what the vision for the company is. After doing that, we said that okay, uh, we'll take a north star metric, and this north star will. Uh, move us forward towards our vision. After taking the North Star metric, then we said, okay, uh, we'll say the important, the metric which matters the most. We pick, we say that that's specific to the team and it aligns with the motives of that of that specific team. And for that metrics, we went into the pirate metrics, which are acquisition, activation, retention, referring, return. And then we also said that there are level two, level one, and level two metrics, which are more something like lagging indicators or counter metrics, which would help us uh, avoid the gamification of the metrics which we have defined in the pilot metrics. So this is the complete flow. What do you say? Yeah, love it. It takes us from like the start to the end and it will make sure the product manager has an end-to-end control of what they are doing and how the product is performing. Love it. So Siddhu, let me ask this question. Now that you we know all the metrics that we want to track, how we attract this, right? Um, well, as a product manager, like uh, how frequently do you start tracking these metrics? Man, yeah, I have one screen completely occupied with metrics all the time. <laughs> That's so. I'd say, yeah, um, staring at the metrics doesn't give me anything, right? But um, I think the the most important thing is to have a dashboard of all the metrics for your products, right? So I have it. I I have it at a place where I look at all the metrics and I try to look at the metrics on a week to week basis to gain insights and see how I can improve my product strategy to reach the goals which I have for that quarter, that month or that year. How about you? Yeah, similar. Uh, One thing we uh, do on a daily basis is looking at our dashboard. So every every day, the first thing that I come, uh, come and do is have a look at the dashboard to see how it is performing. Like we look at the trends to say, okay, in the last week we were at uh, 67%. Today, if I drop to something in 50s, which basically means something is going wrong. So come have a look at the dashboard to see, okay, is the same trend continuing or is something good or something bad happened? This could be because of n number of things that we do, uh, but that's something that we do. And at the same time, we also track our metrics very closely whenever we have some kind of releases planned. So let's say I released a product yesterday and let's say I'm planning to do an A-B test. So we make sure to have the corresponding dashboards defined to say, hey, these are the metrics um, that are supposed to change because of this A-B test and uh, how are those metrics doing? Or let's say we'll completely launch this new feature to a whole new location or a whole new country. How is that impacting our current metrics and stuff? So uh, probably daily, weekly, and every new initiative that we launch, we keep a close tap on the metrics. Yeah, that, that's a really good example. And also I can give you an example. Funny. So maybe we are doing podcasts, right? So we have been doing this for a while and we have started recently. So as product managers, it's very hard for us to stay away from metrics. So we have defined metrics for our podcast. Too, right? <laughs> so I, I won't get into the numbers of what it is, but uh, uh, what is our North Star metric, right? So Yeah. So at least when we started, right, the first thing that we were primarily looking at is the watch time. So like our 
it a watch time is a clear indicator to tell that our customers are liking our videos or continuing to watch the videos um that that is probably the north star metric that we uh, added for our product you want to talk about all the other metrics that we are tracking as well yeah that's right so we also track um, a week or week watch time and we track subscribers and all of that stuff but i would say subscribers is just a vanity metric it's a good number to tell that okay i have this many other uh, subscribers but it's the main goal of why we actually started this podcast is to educate people about product thinking and talk about different product things so the more people watching our uh, videos the more time they spend watching our videos uh helps us know if we are providing the right value to the people or not so i think that's our north star metric where we are basically saying okay the more watch time the more people watching uh our videos the more um, insights they are gaining and entertaining they are they are wanting to say slightly different point of view on the number of subscribers though is it's it's to a certain extent a vanity metric uh if you look at it that way but at the same time in order for us to drive our north star metric of watch time the more subscribers we have the more watch time we will get so the way i would look at the number of subscribers is probably the one metric that matters for a specific team so in our team here right let's say if you are continuing to increase the subscribers which basically means the subscribers will have more watch time which is eventually impacting the north star metrics so that's one way to look at it as well yeah as i as we talk through this maybe I, we should um, have uh, people responsible for different areas one person responsible for the content rate make it engaging one person responsible for the growth as a growth pm right <laughs> we should experiment in doing those things also so yeah i think this is a fun way of looking at it and and people who are actually watching this video right so think of you know all you know we have talked about a framework and hierarchy of different things right think about anything that you are doing in your life right uh, you know come up with a vision come up with different metrics and you know keep tracking that i think doing that will help you better uh, track your product and also get that product mindset uh, as you go yep sidhu let me ask this question right so you talked about in our channel at least the north star metric is let's say watch time and the one of the other metric could be number of subscribers how do you look at the other activity right like let's say uh, people might be liking commenting or subscribing how do you look at all of these additional things within the channel i'd say that that's actually engagement right so i think what what that helps us understand is right okay people are uh, liking our content and they're also engaging right they want to support our work i'd say that's uh sharing is referral liking actually shows this on other people's uh, uh feeds right in linkedin and all of that stuff that's also more of referral and also people commenting is basically more feedback to us to improve our content or uh, giving us uh, uh praises on how the content is and all of that stuff i think these are also very important for us so that we can improve our channel as um, no a better channel and provide more value to the user so anybody who is watching this i'd say please comment and uh, give as much feedback as possible we don't mind even if that's negative we want to take that and make it better so the ultimate goal is to provide a content which people which engages people and which gives insights to people yep so these are basically our 
um, I mean, engagement metrics could come anywhere between like the activation and retention as well, depending on where the customer is. Like, let's say someone who came and subscribed to our channel today, which basically could be an activation for them. Uh, or maybe it could be a retention if a customer has been staying for like quite some time. Cool. Uh, let me ask this. Um, going back to our work, right? How we track our metrics and stuff. What are the specific tools that you use uh, to track your metrics? Yeah, so um, for most of the uh, stuff which I've used, funny, uh, Google Analytics, because you know any UI-based tool, I've used Google Analytics, which is pretty straightforward, where you actually uh, set up Google Analytics and you have already defined metrics and you know you get dashboards and all of that stuff, which gives you daily active users, monthly active users, uh, the people visiting specific pages, uh, specific features and all of, all of that stuff. And you can also uh, create reports that are emailed to certain people or stakeholders. So it's a very good tool for me to use for uh, products which I've worked, you know, which are mostly web-based. There are also products which I've worked, uh, which are B2B and all of that stuff. For them, uh, it it's basically either having Excel sheets or Tableau uh, where you you know pull in all the data reports and um, uh, you know have the visualization create a dashboard and NetSuite was also another thing where I used uh, uh, to create these dashboards. So these are some of the things which came out as I was working towards different different products. How about you? Yeah, similar. So my product is also like customer facing, but at the same time um, I don't use. Uh, like real-time dashboards. I think Google Analytics, you probably look at it at a real-time as well, right? I look at uh, with some delay, like probably like few hour delay to a day. So I primarily use uh, Tableau and we also use Amplitude in order to track the data. And actually, yeah. Sido, let me ask this question. So I've seen different ways of tracking customers, right? Again, at the, at the end of the day, it's the data and the, it's the metrics for us. What other tools do you use probably to like track the customer behavior? Do you use something like uh, how is the mouse, how is the customer moving their mouse on, on their websites and stuff? Do you use all of that data as well as your metrics? Yeah, so uh, there are certain metrics I use for me. Like we, you have the customer journey map, right? So uh, there's the complete flow of different ways where you can go in the website itself, right? Like you have the home page, then you go into a certain feature, and then you go into multiple pages down. So the way Google Analytics actually provides and lays that on in a way where it tells you how many people dropped off after that step. So maybe 100 people come to the home page and uh, there's a 20% drop and then people move on to the second feature and there's a 20% drop and then they move on to the second feature. So this will actually help help me understand that, okay, if there are 20% drop on the home page, uh, these people might be the people who are not finding what they want, right? So that's a pretty good example of uh, 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 one uh, uh, thing which I track and maybe I'll talk to these people to understand okay why are you coming to this maybe they might have ended up by wrong referral or they might be looking at a, uh, information which is completely different maybe you know they're not finding the information I think that's the insight which I want to look at I don't want people who are completely looking for something different right? I want people who are coming to my product to look for a specific thing which the product has but are not able to find so that could be something which can improve upon and you know build a feature saying that okay people can find things much easier than the way they're doing so that's how i do it how about you makes sense 
uh, very similar we also look at uh, the click stream uh, a lot primarily at the funnel metrics to see like where the customer is coming from how are they utilizing the features and where they are dropping that also tells us like where we need to improve upon and stuff cool uh, let me ask one more question sito so you defined let's say for all of these things for your product right how often do you look back and see whether these metrics are correct or do you, do i want to define new metrics or um, do i want to refine these current metrics to how the product is perform how, how often do you do that yeah so that's a really uh, good uh, question i would also want to know how you do it because i want to validate if i'm doing it in the right way or not so normally what i do is right uh, i have uh, these okrs defined right so we have this north star um, or the vision sorry not not the north star but the vision for the product right which i uh, we defined and there are okrs which we want to uh, reach for that quarter so for people to understand what okrs are okrs are objectives and key results objective is maybe uh, getting to a specific uh, goal and k results are the measures of where you want to get to so what i normally do is i once i define the metrics and have the objectives and okrs for that quarter i go and review if i am moving towards the right place or not if i am not actually moving towards the right direction that's where i go back and see if the metrics are giving me the right results or not and then i adjust or pivot to make sure i change my product strategy to move towards the right direction so i think that's the triggering point for me to see if the metrics which i'm tracking are the right metrics or not makes sense we have similar thought process as well but uh, i think we do it on an annual basis so every annual year right we go to our metrics to say hey what is our target for the next financial year and uh, we continue to define initiatives that will help our those metrics to like continually grow and by end of the year we'll probably go back and reevaluate like how did we do for all of these metrics or uh, is any of the metrics changing and you might identify that whatever you do some metrics might not change it could be because the product is at a saturated level or it could be because uh, you have attained a market what whatever you need so at that point we will reevaluate to say okay this metric might not be something that we want to continually grow we can have that as a metric that we want to like stay at a certain place and then define a new metric which we want to continually grow yeah that's right so uh, funny previously you were also talking about ab testing and experimentation right so i want to hear your thoughts on how do you do that and like what are the different measures you take to do that yeah absolutely so ab testing typically for anyone who doesn't understand that is let's say you're launching a new feature and you have a hypothesis to say uh, at this uh, at this place of this product it could be good to give this button versus uh, th- this button or let's say you want to give a specific uh, content here versus a different content what you typically try and do is build both of them and then show to uh, the customers what you will do you probably choose like 10% of the customers who goes here and another 10% of the customers who go here and measure the metric that you wanted to move and whichever uh, percentage of the customers had like a better conversion for the metric and that is what you finally decide and launches the product for the remaining 80 or the 90% of the customers as well and even in this we have one metric which is our goal to say hey this is what we wanted to move but at the same time we also make sure like sidhu was explaining earlier 
L1 and L2 metrics, right? Where we don't want these metrics to be uh, disturbed or we don't want these metrics to go wrong while the primary metric that we want to move is going well. What do you, what do, you do, Sadhu? Yeah, I'll, I'll give a funny example here. So I was actually, so I, I have a newsletter, right? Where people, I, I publish it every week and people come and read the newsletter. So I was experimenting, doing an experiment for my newsletter where uh, I was looking at the open rates when I have a newsletter without a smiley and uh, open rates with a smiley. And, um, you know, when I've done that for six weeks, I've seen that the open rates are 20% higher when you have a smiley at the title of the uh, newsletter. So that's a really interesting way for me, right? So now now I'll try to put a smiley so that that actually makes people click my newsletter and read to it. So that's one of uh, uh, the way where we can uh, see how we can improve the product by doing maybe testing. Yep, that's true. A funny thing that I remembered was in YouTube also, if you see some of the titles that we see for the videos, right? Some of them will have a red dot. I don't know why. Uh, with, without my knowledge, my attention goes there. Maybe because of the color, maybe because of the way they uh, pasted it, etc. So the attention goes for the customer. So these are some of the like uh, hooks which will bring the customer into your content. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Even for YouTube, we were doing a lot of A/B testing, right? So initially, we were so we were experimenting with the titles, right? Then we were experimenting with the thumbnails. Now we are experimenting with the content. So I think all of these are like a lot of different things which we can learn and improve our, uh, uh, our product and make it more and more better. That's true. Okay, funny. So I it's it's been a very good, interesting discussion, man. Meteor discussion. Then the previous discussions about product metrics here. So also maybe we'll address another question here, right? Like product metrics or product execution is a very important uh, interview segment which a product manager has to go through right so let's imagine the different interviews what people go through as a product manager are product sense product execution and maybe behavior for product execution right so what do you think what you suggest people should look at and how should they basically uh, prepare for that yeah absolutely i let's take an example right so i think one of the questions that i've seen online was how would you measure the success of a facebook like button so this could be one of the question uh, an interview we get. What I would suggest is going through the exact process what you talked about in this video. Like you talk about like having your vision, having a North Star metric, having a primary metric that you need to use to track the metric uh, to track the progress of your product, and then probably having L1 and L2 metrics that clearly tells that w whatever you're driving towards is going right. I would highly encourage the interviewees to follow this process. Thinking of what the product is, defining the vision, et cetera, et cetera, would clearly help them think through everything and give the right ideas and solutions for that specific product. What do you think, Sido? Yeah, that's right. And also, this is not something that's just asked in the interview, right? This is what a product manager does every day right so he looks at metrics he makes he tries to make the product better and better so i think this is the very key sub, key piece of information everybody has to understand if you want to become, become a product manager or managing the product that's true awesome Sidhu, let's uh, end the video with a uh, similar thing what we do every time right 
if there is two things that you want our viewers to take away from this video what are those two things yeah uh, you know when the first thing which i would say is like whenever i get confused about there are so many metrics so many things all of those things right i go back to the basics and i would say that whatever i do is to move the uh, arrow towards the vision so if it doesn't move that towards the vision nothing matters for me so whatever i define is to make sure i get closer to the vision of my company or the vision of my product so that's the first takeaway which i take and the second thing is uh, don't um, i'd say staring at dashboards and metrics doesn't give us anything the main thing which people have to do is look at them gather insights and act on them so these two are the biggest takeaways from my side cool um on my end what i could think of is the very first one is being data centric so for every product manager what i would highly highly recommend is whatever you do having quantitative data would help you in like n number of ways so be highly focused on the data and the second one i could think of in terms of like the detailed metrics right always have a metric that is customer centric first and then another metric that is also focused on your company or uh, how the company or the product is performing so having a customer centric metric would always help you grow the product and eventually achieve whatever the product centric metrics that you want i love the Great. way you put it man <laughs> yeah. awesome sidhu love the conversation and whoever is watching thank you so much for watching if you like the video please like share and subscribe and give all of your feedback we would love to take it and improve our videos thank you perfect thanks thanks everybody